Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Midweek War! I, of course, am Mad Mike, here at the Talk NXT, and with me, as always, is the voice of Inspire Pro Wrestling, Eamon Payton. How are you, sir? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking, Mike. You are quite welcome, sir, and uh, we're here at Talk NXT. It was was a fun week. It was a fun week. Yeah, it was a real good one. Yeah. Um, So, Eamon, what will be your word for this week? Rage. (laughs) Oh, we love our rage here on the the Midweek War. Uh, My word is going to be catch! (laughs) God. (laughs) What? It's accurate. We'll get to it. All right. All right, uh, Eamon, what is your good for this week's NXT? Uh, my good for NXT this week is uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Mm-hmm. Uh, both in his match with Alex Riley, which, come on, we knew how that was going to go. <laughs> um, I really love the fact that, like, it was a great dichotomy of, like, a guy who is, like, has tons of muscles who thinks he's, like, badass and, like, a and, like, uh, a real tough guy, like, being shown, like, no, this is what a tough guy is. <laughs> and I thought that was super cool. Um, uh, I also really love the backstage promo. He only said one thing. What was it? Well, he... Someone asked him... Uh, it, the, the interviewer asked him about what he thought of Alex Riley saying that it was time for him to rage. And he just goes... Rage and he shakes his hands a bunch and goes, um, uh, he, I think he said that he was full of rage or whatever. Yeah, that's, that's what it was because I knew he didn't, didn't say rage, it was like full of rage or something like that. He just bounced, yeah, it was pretty fantastic. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't have enough good things to say about Shinsuke. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's really he's really taking NXT by storm a little bit. Um, my good is it's gonna go to Finn Balor. Um, the match was okay. I'm not even talking about the match. I'm talking about his promo. This was this was the first time I feel like we've seen the vulnerable Finn. Yeah, that's true. I think it came out really, really well. Like, I love Finn's matches. I love the demon. I love everything about that. But I have not been sold on Finn Balor as a character. Like the demon, all in. But Finn Balor as a character, when he's not all paying up. I still wasn't never really sold on that much. This week changed that for me. Mm. Because you can tell not having that belt is bothering him. Yeah, he and sold I, it really I well. I really, really like that. Like when a lot and I gotta say, they used Elias Sampson in the best possible way this week. Mm. Like when he comes out playing that song, and if you put the captions up, the song is actually Super insulting to Finn. I was gonna say you can't really tell the lyrics of the song because the crowd is booing him out. Yeah, yeah, the crowd, the crowd is boo- like I watch NXT with captions on all the time just because I like to, you know, make sure I catch everything. Uh, but if you watch, if you listen to that song again with the lyrics on there, oh man, they're really, really good. Like he's talking about like how. Um, the demon is all you had, and you're worthless without the demon and stuff like that. And Finn, like, you want to talk fucking rage. Finn is just standing there 
holding it like until he can feel the strings on the on his back, and then boom, Pele kick. Yeah, the Pele was perfectly done. So was, good, like, so good. Like that was the first time I I think I've really been invested in Finn Balor as a character, not just the demon. Yeah, yeah, I, I really liked that. it a lot. All right, uh, so what will be your bad this week, Eamon? Um, My bad for this week goes to Elias Sampson, not for anything he has done. Uh, it's for his role, I guess, in NXT now. Okay. Because um, I feel like I got the sense that, oh, maybe they'll try to move him up a bit in the, you know, the fact that he kind of went after Finn and stuff like that. But just some of the stuff of how he was kind of being portrayed, both uh, in the match, but also like commentary wise, like I really didn't get a sense that he was a player. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. Yeah, I can see that. Particularly when like Corey Graves still, as much as I love Corey Graves, continues the whole like taking him down a peg kind of thing. Yeah, he, he's like there's a way to heal commentary to say you hate someone. Let's still get them over, and they're not doing that with Elias Sampson right now. Yeah, it's and it's especially like when he. I think there was one point where he pointed out that like Elias, like Eli, instead of like singing a song, Elias just put in a tweet. We know he tweets, like you know, mm-hmm. and it's like you don't really need to say shit like that. Like he's trying his best. And yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's just I think they see. I think the problem with Elias Sampson is. Elias Sampson started to get his character development right at the time that they brought in Ares. Uh, they brought up Joe. They brought in Shinsuke. And, they brought in, and now they're bringing in Eric Young and all that stuff. And he kind of gets not pushed to the bomb, but just kind of forgotten about, even though I think technically Elias Sampson is the biggest heel in NXT. Technically. He's also had the most matches of anyone in NXT, I feel. Like, I feel like he's pretty well featured every week. Mm-hmm. But it all, it's yeah, like, weird. It's like he gets featured every week, but he's also lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Like, he kind of feels like he's assumed the Tyler Breeze role. Yeah, but also without the popularity of Tyler Breeze. No, I mean, like, the Tyler Breeze main roster. No, yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, he's, but, kind of in that, he's kind of in that Ty Dillinger role. Um... I guess, but you kind of still have Ty Dillinger in that Dillinger role too. Well, I think Dillinger's kind of been given a bit more now, like like not completely, but he's given he's given touches of of more stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Elias Simpson is one of those guys that would really benefit from a mid card title on NXT. Yeah, or just uh, either the mid card title or just some again, just some congestion in the roster. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, well, something to shoot for because right now he really doesn't have that. Right, because he's not going to go. Like I said, he's not really a contender for the NXT title. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, my uh, my bad this week is gonna go to the tag match. Oh, really? Well, no, it ju- not not for anything that American Alpha did. It's just it's another squash. That was fine. Though. Like I, I mean, you know, we we've seen. Like I want to see, I would rather see an impactful promo from either Dash and Dawson or American Alpha than see another squash match. I think they gave Cor- 
It wasn't a complete squash, I felt. Like I maybe I'm misremembering things, but I feel like Do you remember who the opponents were? Corey Hollis and John Skyler, right? Shut up. You weren't yeah. proving my point. In fairness. <laughs> but, um, but I feel like they gave them a little bit. Like it wasn't obviously it was Yeah, about, but it's the NXT squash. Like But they tried something different with it, which I liked. I like that they tried something different with Dash and Dawson coming out, like the kind of sort of distraction thing. And I, I, I'm sorry, like Jordan saved it for me at the end. Like the fact that he had the straps back on and then took them back off and gave oh, the face yeah. and just went oh, by. Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I had no problem with the match. The match was fine. I, mean, I think NXT can... is going to be fine. NXT has kind of been in this formula where it's like it's going to be a good amount of splash matches. Like it's not as much of a developed show in that way that everyone's going to have a. The roster isn't big enough, I feel, for them to have that. Yeah, but you that's know, why least, that's why an in-ring promo or something could help. No, I agree, and, and that's fine. But uh, also, I, in-ring promos are fine, but you also want to give you got to give. There's an expectation I think now in wrestling where you have to give wrestling like live wrestling fans a certain amount of in-ring wrestling, even if it's squash. All right, and you I'm, I'm I mean? with you on that. But those people in that full sale arena are there for like three shows. They're gonna, they're gonna get their in ring action, and and I and I I don't I don't I me I don't agree with that assessment even, but okay. it's just that it, I feel like there's that kind of you know I get it, I get it. you'll that kind of mindset you'll want TNA yourself by doing too many promos right but I mean I don't know like I can understand where you're even, coming from even if you just have like American Alpha come out and talk about their win and then John Skyler and what was his name Corey Hollis. Corey Hollis come out and interrupt them. And then you have a quick squash. What's the harm in that? That's fine, but I think also they wanted they would only do that with somebody if they, if those guys are signed. I don't think they would. Shit, Blue Pants was never signed, and she hinged on the big reveal at Brooklyn. <laughs> but in fairness, Blue Pants never got a promo, but yeah. But, I, I, yeah, she I, did. I, did she ever speak? I believe so. She got backstage segments and shit. I don't remember her ever. And she got her own theme music that was big casting the prices right. Well, I know that, yeah, but like no, but I'm pretty sure she got backstage segments. I think she was mostly just in matches. Okay, all right. Um, We'll we'll have to check the tape on that, but we're not gonna check the tape. We're not gonna check the tape. (laughs) Um, But no, I see. I see your point. Is just kind of like how NXT is kind of formatted. So. Yeah, I know. I just, I just, I, I, I'm not a fan of it sometimes. Um, all right, so, uh, Eamon, what will be your change this week? My change for this week, what did I put as my change? Oh, um, I felt like there should have been a bit more escalation in that last segment with Balor and Joe. Like maybe okay. some, I would have liked some referee pull apart or something like that before we had, had Regal come out and be incensed. You know what I mean? Okay, I get that, but at the same time, I like Regal cutting it off before anything happens. I, I'm not saying they should necessarily touch each other, but like, I would have loved some pull apart because it really just like looked like they were kind of yelling at each other. You know what I mean? Okay. And 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 Regal was like, "This isn't going to go down this way." It's like, and I liked it, but it was like they were just kind of yelling at each other. Oh, although to be fair, I loved what Joe was yelling. I loved what they were yelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what they're like Joe was saying that he should go back to the line, and Balor screaming, "I am the line!" Like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, 
really, really good. Really yeah. good. Like that that's probably the best thing Finn's ever said on TV besides the fact that he loves SummerSlam 95. I really, it, and it's a weird like side thing, but I really love when people do that and they don't have microphones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, like I think the, the stigma is that you have to grab a mic, say that line. Cause that's the line you want everyone to hear. But like, I like that he just said it. You know what I mean? Like, well, it also forces the the people who are there live to watch it on the network to, to listen. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause I mean, I don't know about you. Um, when I go to shows like that, I know they're like pay-per-views or TV tapings or something like that. I always go back and watch it so I can listen to the commentary. I always do. Like I love that aspect of. I it. think it may be that may be a generational thing because I feel like I've I've lived in a world where I really haven't had great commentary. Okay, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. You know, what I mean, there was one time. Oh, and I'm trying to remember when it was. Uh, the last Survivor Series I was in the Garden, the one where The Rock and the uh, Cena teamed up. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, uh, WWE had this thing. Oh, right. They were doing the things where they, you could buy radios. And, and, and I did that. And I got to say, it was a really cool experience. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the best commentary in the world, but it was a damn cool experience. And I'm surprised they don't do that more. Like, it was a really, really cool experience. I think it's also from the fact that like, I don't really care about some, like, Byron's action. Like, I don't care. <laughs> That's fair. Um, all right. Uh, my change would be... We, uh, we need to give Blake and Murphy more microphone time so that I don't always forget that one of them is British. Uh, well... They're, one of them's Australian, not British. Okay, same <laughs> shit. Same shit. You know, Australia came from Britain, British colonies. And stuff. I don't think that's true. Yes, it is historically accurate. I I don't know, but he sound he sounded British, even if he is Australian. Basically, what I'm saying is we need to give them more mic time because they're actually pretty decent on the mic. Yeah, they're very good. Like, and I. I shouldn't have to be reminded that one of them is foreign every time they speak because it happens so infrequently. But in fairness... I also didn't like the fact that that Aries like, oh, you're going you're gonna to barge in here and not even bring Alexa Bliss? I, th- I thought that was kind of... I liked the It was kind of funny, but knowing Austin Aries... But it was kind of true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure Christy Hemi didn't appreciate that comment. Let me just say I will that. say I agree with you, but I also think uh, if they played up to the fact that he was Australian, you would have people being like, oh, they're shoving the whole nationality thing down their throat. I, I feel like you would have people saying that. So I think it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Right? So, All right, I guess. No, no one said that about Emma. They don't, point, they don't really point out she's Australian other than her ring introduction. Yeah, I know, but that's that's my point. Like, it, and Emma spoke all the time, and that's that's kind of my that's kind of my point. Like, Emma oh, proves yeah. the point for me. I agree. Yeah. All right. Uh, so before we uh, give our ratings, who do you think Aries's partner is going to be next week, Gaiman? Um. Well, here's the thing. It gave me. A, uh, here's the thing. The impression it gave me is that it's somebody new. Because of the fact that he had to call someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking too. At the same time, I think it it also probably could be Eric Young. It could be. 
because just their history. And I mean, personally, I mean, I think you, I think you alluded off air that you know who it is via Twitter or whatnot. Because fucking spoilers. Yeah. All right. So I'm I'm gonna give my prediction. My head says it's Eric Young. My heart wants it to be Bobby Roode. <laughs> Somehow I don't think it's Bobby Roode because we haven't seen I haven't seen a official NXT tweet saying, "Oh, Bobby Roode's in the in the full sale zone." Like I haven't seen any of those, so I'm guessing it's not Bobby Roode. Yeah, because so, yeah. Although it would be amazing if it's Bobby Roode. That's a, um, that's a really shitty thing now, actually. That the, the fact that we know it's not going to happen because WWE hasn't spoiled it already. I yeah. really hate that. That's the thing. Yeah, I. But at the same time, if WWE didn't spoil it, someone else would. So they're just getting ahead of other people. Yeah, and I, I, and I get that. And it does drum up interest. It does. It does. You can't argue that. But um, if it if it was if it was Eric Young in Austin Aries, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of anyone else in Aries past that has like. I mean, it could be Gargano or Ciampa too. I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Kota Ibushi. I don't know. Oh, actually, you know who? You know who would be fun? Uh, Ty. Oh, I, Ty! That would be really good. That would be, be really, really cool. Good. Like the perfect ten and the greatest man who ever lived teaming up. Yeah. That would be fun. Because it gives Ty a little bit of a rock. And plus, you can tell, like, they had a good back and forth, but they weren't exactly a face-heel dynamic. It was kind of like face versus face yeah. a little bit. And whoever teams with him is definitely going to be a face because you're going against Blake and Murphy. Right. I would have loved that, yeah. Because I, that, 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 I, I really think that's a, that's a cool way to give somebody like that like a bit of a rock. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And I think, I think they would work well together, too. Yeah. Because you know Austin Aries would love to do that fucking 10 gimmick after he can do one of his moves, too. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Eamon, where's your rank NXT this week? Uh, I ranked it number two this week. Uh, it's a good episode. Uh, they're building stuff already to the next takeover mm-hmm. uh, with Battle and Joe. Um, uh, the math, uh, I, of course, love Shinsuke. Doc Allen's right his head off. I like the women's match with Alexa. And, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Rachel, Rachel Ellering. Rachel Ellering. Daughter yeah. of Paul Ellering. Mm-hmm. Who I thought they did really well. We're I, getting a lot of generational girls. I love that they pointed that out, that, that uh, Alexa Bliss has been taking out like the daughters of, of famous wrestlers. I kind of hope that's a gimmick. Yeah. Like, like, if she's the new legend killer, I'm okay with that. What if that leads to like her finally standing up for like, Nia Jax or something? That, I know, she, I know Nia's just the cousin, but like, you know, still... That'd be interesting. Like you could definitely have a David and Goliath battle there. That'd be yeah. fun. Because I thought that because that's the thing I noticed in, in this match that it was a good match, but I really it was weird because Alexa felt so much smaller than her mm-hmm. in size. <laughs> so it was weird. Like Alexa was dominating most of it, but Rachel was like taller than her. Yeah. Um, I think to play up more of that size would be really cool. Yeah, like she does the hashtag small but fierce on like her Instagram and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think they need to play that up more, but I think she also needs to get a little bit better in the ring so that they can play that up. That's true. I think she's growing more. Uh, uh, I would like to see her kind of inserted in sort of more of the top feuds. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll also be found out next week it's going to be Bailey and Nia Jax, so that'll be good. Oh, yeah, I forgot we had that big Bailey promo. Yeah, that's going to be fun. That's going to be fun, but I'm a little. 
I'm a little wary about what they're doing with Bailey now because it seems like she's at that point where she doesn't seem like she fits. And it's not just because she lost yes. the belt. It's just because, like, they're pulling focus. Well, it seems like... Because it seems like Naya's kind of in position as, like, the next contender. Yeah, I would say so. And especially with, like, Eva gone and now Dana's gone. Um, presumably we'll probably get one more match of Dana in NXT. But Dana's gone now. And it seems like Bailey is kind of just waiting around. I hope this leads to the other girls getting called up. Like, as far as, what I mean, sorry, what I mean is the girls that are kind of been getting, like, some matches, but should be get as giving them, like, kind of permanent, like, we're going to focus on you spots. Like a, like a Deanna Peraza. Like or, a Deanna or Peyton Royce or Billy Kay, um, you know. Well, Peyton them, Royce, I think, does travel with them, because I saw her... Well, no, no, she's been working at, she's been working the touring shows and the house shows, but yeah. she's still, as far as, like, on NXT TV, mm-hmm. like, there's a lot of girls that there that I think they should give kind of more of, like, we're going to focus on you a bit more. Peyton, Peyton you know Royce I mean? actually has kind of a fun gimmick. Um, Eamon, are you familiar with Sailor Moon at all? I, well, I know she was doing, like, the, the Venus flytrap or whatever stuff. Well, it, she does – she, like, carries a flower around with her. Right. And um, there was actually a fun part. The The match I saw was, I believe, Dana and Peyton Royce versus Baymella. Mm-hmm. And um, – Carmella actually stole Peyton Royce's flower, and they started playing keep away with her. Jesus, it was pretty great. But like, I I think it could translate into something. Like she could be like a tuxedo rose kind of character. Right. Well, I mean, like they're doing at least they're giving like her a gimmick. Like, but I, I just wanted to kind of translate more to like you know, oh, we're officially bringing her as this thing and mm-hmm. putting focus on her. I really or hope they officially bring in Tessa Blanchard. Yeah, or Billy Kay, who I know they've kind of given more like a not dominatrix, but like a um, I can't even think what it is. Like she's wearing like a lace like mask or whatever or something. Um, it's okay. it's, kind of, it's kind of weird, but it works. A little but eyes even, wide shut stuff. Sort of, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, or something, or even like a Liv Morgan. You know what I mean? Who mm-hmm. you know, is showing that she could probably do pretty well. You know. But I just want them to focus on get, calling them up to like a. We're going to put you in the regular thing on NXT TV. Kind of yeah, the women's division is in kind of a weird state right now because because of the call-ups and because they were they had so little people in to begin with. That they need, yeah. they, ha- they have to develop a lot of people really quickly. But I just feel like you really need to kind of give them more of that time to grow on TV. Because think about it, like, Sasha Banks was just... Happy go lucky Sasha Banks before she kind of developed. Shit, the boss Becky. Character. Becky Lynch was doing a. Becky jig. Lynch took a while. Becky Lynch was doing a jig. Yeah, like but even then, like even when she kind of even transformed her gimmick to like the rocker stuff, like it took a while. Mm-hmm. So oh, yeah, thought- there there were forms of that because like when they did the fail four way, when like the the whole, the whole division really stepped up, Becky Lynch wasn't even in her final form yet. Yeah, even Bailey took a while. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as far as she grew in popularity. So I feel like you have to bring those girls up in order to grow them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm sure they'll get there. And, you know. I'm just hoping. Because especially with the call-ups and stuff like that. Like, it's... There's room. Yeah, I mean, luckily we have Nia and and Asuka to kind of anchor the uh, division for right now. Yeah. At least because I can't see Bailey sticking around much longer. 
I can't. I mean, the next takeover is what June eighth. Yeah, that's less than a month away. If that's where Bailey gets her rematch, and then she's gone after that, then she heads right up to Raw to feud with Sasha Banks. Hopefully, um, you well, know, it's all, it's all depending on what they have planned for her. Like if they have, if the spots open on the main roster, I feel yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. it's it's more dependent on the main roster than it is on her. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, and and but at the same time, I feel like unless they want to make Bailey a two time champion. Which NXT still hasn't done yet. Yeah. Like with any of their champions. Like Usually you win you win the belt, you lose the belt, and then you get called out. And you lose your rematch. Yeah. You lose your rematch and sometime in between then you get called up. But uh, I guess we'll see. But I don't know what they're gonna do now since they called Dana up too. Yeah. So who knows? Alright, um I ranked NXT number two this week. Uh good show, you know, just Lucha's a juggernaut this season. It really yeah, is. Like one misstep, but Lucha's just a juggernaut. Um, all right, so, uh, Eamon, where can the people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Eamon 2 please. You can also check out Inspire Pro Wrestling on Twitter uh, at Inspire Pro Res and Inspire Pro Wrestling's new Pro Wrestling Tea store uh, uh, over at ProWrestlingTees.com. All right, and you can find me at MadMike4883 on the Twitter machine. Also, go to our Facebook page. Uh, we talk about a lot of stuff. We talk about releases, um, developments happening in indie wrestling and pro wrestling and all that kind of crazy stuff. Uh, so, yeah, join our conversation there. Just look up Wrestling Mayhem Show on Facebook. We'll accept you into a group and come chat with us. It's fun. All right, so for Eamon Payton, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Midweek week.